March 2014 in Council will likely be remembered for eight debates on Ukraine and no consensus position given Russia's veto. Beyond pontificating on the rights and wrongs of that decision, this is a question that moves beyond Russia and Ukraine when one considers vetoes or threats of veto by permanent members on matters concerning Israel, Western Sahara and more recently Syria. With a slow pace of reform, we asked Ambassador Lucas what the short-term solution was to preventing the body from appearing innocuous on these questions. It's not an issue where you can have short-term solutions in this respect. I mean, it is a fact that you have five permanent members who have a veto right, and one of these permanent members choose, while being part to the conflict, choose to use this veto right. So uh, there you certainly cannot, uh, as a, there are no, whoever would be the president of the council, you don't have much, you know, you can, you cannot uh, there somehow invent a way around it if this council, this permanent member chooses to use its right of veto. Lucas believes that despite Russia's veto on Ukraine and the subsequent failure of the council to take a consensus position, the issue was given much oxygen at the UN. We gave the opportunity, I think, and uh, not only showed that we followed the issue uh, very closely, but we gave this opportunity for Ukraine also to voice uh, its positions and also for uh, for almost all the meetings which we had uh, for the memberships, the larger membership of the UN, to participate and to listen to the exchanges and uh, and then you know I think uh, the membership choose to take uh, to voice their opinion when it uh, when the issue moved to the general assembly the general assembly voted last week not to recognize moves by russia to annex crimea a resolution that cannot be legally enforced lucas was also questioned about article 27 of the un charter that allows for a party to a dispute to abstain from voting in council. It's Article 27.3 of the Charter, and uh, no, it was not discussed. It was actually brought up this morning uh, by uh, uh, one of the colleagues in the wrap-up session who recalls this provision in, in this respect, which uh, provision which says that the party to conflict should not participate in the decision. Uh, but uh, I think it is still this party's uh, decision to applicate or not uh, to implement this provision of the Charter and uh, Russia choose not to. Intergovernmental negotiations on UN reform that has dragged on for countless years has yet to begin text-based negotiations on the matter due to a lack of consensus among the negotiating groups. I'm Sherwin Breispies in New York.